This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome back to the Betting Weekly podcast in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simeon. I'm delighted to be joined by the brilliant Mr. Nigel Seeley to look ahead to this weekend's Premier League fixtures. Nigel, how you doing, mate? I'm all right, Harry. A bit tired. Been a bit been a busy week. I and mean, it hasn't even started yet. You've got big Premier League week. You've got some the Grand National big horse race in England. And the US Masters starts today as well. So I'm going to be absolutely shattered. Absolutely shattered. It, it must have been all those uh, cups of tea you had on the uh, live betcast last night. Must another, have one, you. another one, another <laughs> one, another one, another one, another one. He's changed. He's changed. He's gone from Stellas to tea. So there we go. Getting old, <laughs> getting old and working too hard and getting tired. All work and no play. That's what it is. <laughs> exactly what it is. Exactly what it is at the moment. Brilliant. <laughs> Without further ado, then, let's get into uh, this weekend's Premier League card, which you've just said to me off air is, is quite a tricky one. So I'm uh, interested to get your thoughts on some of these games. Let's start with the Friday night football. Newcastle United take on Wolves. That one kicks off at 8pm UK time up at St. James's Park. How are you reading this one? I think this weekend's Premier League card is probably the toughest on the Canada this season. It really, really, really does look tricky. You've got to look at teams and think what motivation do they have. Teams at the bottom, obviously, have got motivation. Liverpool, Manchester City have got motivation. Teams chasing top four have got motivation. But there's potential shocks here uh, with teams that aren't you, you wouldn't expect to be trying. So you've really got to look at the, the motivation behind a lot of teams for probably from now into the end of the season. There's very men, not many minus money teams. A lot of very close games, and this one is a very, very close one to start with. Newcastle against Wolves. Newcastle are plus 125. Wolves are plus 260, and the tie is plus 215. Um, Wolves games have been a little bit more expansive in recent weeks. If you look at the chances they've created, they're creating a lot more chances. Defensively, they're always strong, but they look a little bit more expansive towards the end of the season, not like the Wolves that we saw at the beginning of the season. So, um, you know, they're under two and a half goals at minus 175. May appeal to some, but uh, a word of caution if you're going to be taking that odds. Um, both of them come in in pretty different form. Newcastle have lost their last three. Eddie Howe was named the Premier League manager a month, and that's the kiss of death. You, you don't win a game after that, and that's pretty much how it was. They were dreadful against Tottenham, although I thought Tottenham played well to lose 5-1. Uh, Wolves come on the back of a brilliant win against Aston Villa, capable of pulling performance in. They were... There was a huge uh, amount of money against them uh, in their last game, and they 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 delivered the goods at bigger than two to one. Um, they're a lower price here to win at Newcastle. I, I just I just he- just hedging towards a, for a, an end of season draw. I mean, it's, it's it doesn't really it's it's a very difficult game to to call, and I think you're going to be a very brave man or woman if you're going to have a bet on this, but. Um, I mentioned towards the tie, uh, the draw, a plus 215. Um, 
I couldn't really make a strong conviction. I certainly couldn't make a case for Newcastle plus 125, uh, given their form. Um, so, yeah, a slight lean towards the, the, the draw here. Brilliant stuff. Let's move on to Saturday then. Let's start with the early game between Everton and Manchester United. Well, Nigel, after Everton's uh, result at Burnley, this game just got, it was always a big one, but it's just got a hell of a lot bigger. It's a huge game, isn't it? I mean, um, it's a sort of 50-50 split with the bookmakers with Bet Rivers, who's going to get relegated now, either Burnley or, or uh, Everton. And I, and I did a poll on my Twitter page and about 75% of people said it was going to be Everton given their running. And it starts with a tough match here. But saying that, Man City, uh, Manchester United aren't in any great form either. They've only won one in the last six. So I know Everton have been playing poor and I know Everton have got low confidence. But at home, I think they're a very different proposition. And I've said this to you before. I mean, we were very unlucky when they played Manchester City. Um, their home form hasn't been that bad. It's on the road where it's been atrocious, like the worst in the Premier League. They've only won once, which for a side of Everton's stature, isn't isn't good enough. And that's where he has the problems. It's a huge game for the manager, Frank Lampard, because he needs the crowd support behind him. Uh, an early kickoff is usually a bad place for favourite bettors. Favourite bettors usually lose money in early kickoffs in, in, in Premier League games. And although Everton aren't playing well, I certainly couldn't make a case for Manchester United to win this at minus 127 on the road. Uh, Everton are plus 350 and the draw again is plus 285. Um, Man United have been drawing a lot of games and, and I don't think that Everton would be that overly concerned if they got a draw here. It means that Burnley know what the, the game's coming and I think it's a good point for Everton rather than two points drop. So, uh, although Everton are having problems, they're conceding an awful lot of goals defensively look shambolic. There seems to be a problem with the Calvert-Lewin up front. I mean, he was an England striker, you know, second choice behind Harry Kane, just doesn't look the same player. But Ricardoson scored two, which is encouraging for them. Um, I'm going to pass the game. I'm not going to have a bet on the game. I might have to pass a few, few on this week. But um, don't go mad rushing into bet Manchester United because Manchester United just don't look aside motivated at all to me. And uh, at minus 127, I, I, I think you, you, it's not an attractive offer. If, if we could get even money, Man United, I might say, yeah, that's the bets to be had. We don't know if Ronaldo will play. Didn't play in the last Manchester United game. So I wouldn't get too carried away by opposing Everton here. I know they, I know it's bad, but all the bad form is on the road. At home, they have got a result in it. But I think the key point here, and it might be a, a bet tap, is just to see what reaction the, the home support give the manager. I think they'll be 100% behind him because I think Everton need it and I don't think they'll let that bother them. But um, that will be the, the issue for me to see if he can, if he's still got the support from the supporters. So um, I, I'm going to pass it, but I, I wouldn't bet Man United at minus 127. Again, I'd probably hedge towards, look towards the draw. Yeah, and you're right to mention Manchester United not being in, in great form. And, and of course, as well, there's a lot of speculation doing the rounds now about the manager uh, reports that they're closing in on Eric Ten Hag. But that creates uncertainty around the club too, uh, given they don't know exactly what's coming next. Arsenal take on Brighton. Uh, that's a 3pm game. Uh, one of the games we'll be covering on the Betcast Gunners need to bounce back after a really disappointing result on Monday night. How do you see this going? Well, they're very low odds, minus 165. Uh, but if you could pick one side in the Premier League that you want to play currently, I think Brighton would be right towards the top of your your hit list. I mean, last week they played Norwich. I think they had something like 33 shots and couldn't score. Um, I opposed them last week against Norwich. I thought Norwich were, were a touch of value. They didn't get the uh, the win. But uh, the concerning thing for Brighton supporters and their betters 
is the goals have dried up. They've always been a side that creates score, scoring chances but can't score. But they haven't scored a goal. I mean, they've only scored one in their last seven matches. Six games they now failed to score. And um, I would expect Arsenal to to win this. I don't think it'll be a pretty game. I don't think Arsenal will care, really. I think it's as long as Arsenal win the game 1-0, 2-0, get the three points, push on for that fourth and maybe even third now, given the, the turmoil that's happening at Chelsea. So um, I, can't, I, I think Arsenal will win. Would I bet Arsenal minus 165? Not with your money, Harry. But I think the better I think the better way to get with Arsenal is to bet Arsenal to win to nil, which is plus one fifty. Um, just given the fact that Brighton don't score many goals and, and Arsenal just need to work a little bit better defensively. Usually, when teams have such a poor performance like they did against Crystal Palace, like defensively, they usually come back the next week a little bit stronger. Um, and I think they'll be a little bit stronger. I don't think they'll they'll be as bad as that. And I, and I don't think we should take too much away from Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace were exceptional. So I think we, we were taking a lot of credit away from Crystal Palace performance. But um, instead of betting Arsenal minus 165, if you're going to have a bet on this game, I bet Arsenal to win to nil against the Brighton side that just create chance after chance after chance, but don't score. And that's been the same for three seasons now, not just this season. And it always happens this time of year, March, April, Brighton are safe and they just down tools. Yep. Uh, moving on, we've got uh, Southampton versus Chelsea. You mentioned uh, the issues at Chelsea, obviously uh, beaten last night by Real Madrid in the first leg of their Champions League quarterfinal. Uh, do you think that Chelsea are in danger of unravelling and are you opposing them in this one? Uh, yes, they are in danger of unravelling. And yes, I am opposing them in this game. Um, I said it last night when we did the betcast, the Champions League betcast, you should bet Southampton at plus 350 at the time. Um, some books were plus 375. They're now plus 310. I expect that to go even lower. Um, Chelsea are, well, I mean, the 4-1 defeat against Brentford was just a shocking display when they're 1-0 up uh, in the 48th minute and conceded four goals in, in what, 30 minutes? was just in, incredible. It was it was a catastrophe for them. We thought they might be able to bounce back, but defensive frailties cost them again. Uh, Mendy gave a terrible goal away. Uh, in a 3-1 defeat against Real Madrid. And the problem is for Chelsea is that they have that Real Madrid game so quick. I mean, you know, usually in the Champions League, you've got two weeks rest. Now they've got to, they're playing again in six days. So this is sandwiched between that game, which makes a lot of teams around Europe who are in Champions League action opposable this weekend. The only problem for me is they're playing Southampton, though, who aren't really in the great forms. They fall into that category of um, of Brighton, really, where they've, they're not nothing to play for. And that is a bit of a concern for me. But I feel that, um, that they, they've got something to prove here, Southampton. And I think at home, against a big club, they will see this as a great opportunity to get the win and to move up the table and try to secure a, a sort of maybe possibly a top half finish if they can finish the season well. So I'm leaning towards Southampton in every single capacity here. I like Southampton plus 310. I love Southampton plus a half. Um yeah, I think it's the time is right to oppose Chelsea. And not only this game, I think they, they play next week against Real Madrid on, on the Tuesday. And then they have their FA Cup final, uh, semi-final against Crystal Palace, where Crystal Palace are plus 550. That is just ridiculous. And they could quite conceivably go into that Cup semi-final, losing four on the bounce. And um, then you've got problems. A club like Chelsea shouldn't lose four on the bounce. The manager has personal issues as well. We said about the 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 the... the, the 
the sanctions on Roman Abramovich. So we know the problems. But the only thing for that, for the only thing I would say to be careful of for me is that I've, I've opposed Chelsea four times on this uh, on this podcast and every single time they've gone on one. And when I've gone with them, they've got beat. So I cannot read Chelsea at all. But um, given their performance last night, given what they've gone through in the last month and a half, you've got to take Southampton at the odds. Watford take on Leeds. Now, Watford, Nigel, they're not down yet. They're just three points behind Everton at the moment. Um, do you fancy this is a fixture they could potentially take three points from and potentially give themselves some more hope of surviving? Potentially, yeah. I mean, they've got that. I looked at the league table. A win here puts them right in the in the shakeup. You know, with Everton and Burnley, providing that the results don't go their way. And given that um, Everton's running, Everton could be sucked in. It might not just be between Everton and Burnley. It could be between Everton, Burnley and Watford who who are going to survive. Um, The only thing here is obviously Leeds coming into good form. Jesse Marsh has got them playing quite well. They drew 1-1 against Southampton on the the weekend. But how that game didn't cash over two and a half goals, I'll never know. The amount of chances they had. Um, Leeds have got their, they had a bad season, but they've been decimated by injuries. A lot of their key players are coming back. There's talk of Patrick Bamford playing in this game. Uh, but it's a must-win match for Watford, a huge must-win match for Watford. Bet Rivers can't really split the sides, and it's plus 160 Leeds, slight favourites, plus 170 Watford, and plus 250 to draw. I always say to you, when you can't split the sides, you've got to bet the draw, because the draw is... But on this occasion, I don't know whether we should, because it's a must-win match, probably for both sides. I think Leeds will probably think, one more win, and we're safe. So... They might look at it as an opportunity to really go for it. I think the angle here is goals. I really do. I, I mean, um, Watford have lost their last eight home matches. That's the big pro- problem. They've done all right on, at home. They got a draw at Man United. They won. I think they won at Southampton. Um, they played a well against Liverpool. It should have been two 0 up before Liverpool scored. So, so they got they're creating chances, but they're not putting the ball in the back of net. But I, I think here now it's do or die for them. So I expect this to be a very open game of football. I like over two and a half, which is minus 132. I like both teams to score minus 175. Probably not bets that I would play as singles or plays that play at singles. But if you're doing a Premier League parlay or a, or a weekend parlay, I would look, I would look, I haven't put them in my parlay, but I would, I would look at that potential place for parlay. I, I do think goals are in this, on this game because it's a huge game. Watford will, will have to, have to get something from it. They have to. They, it's all over for them if they don't. This is really their last chance, one of their last chances. So uh, I'm going to go for goals. Goals in this one. Goals, goals, goals. I wouldn't like to call where it would go. Probably a small lean towards a draw. So maybe a 2-2 or, uh, you know, something like that kind of game. But I, I'm definitely, definitely looking towards the goal angle. Aston Villa take on Spurs in the last game on Saturday. Big game for Spurs, of course, who are right back in the hunt for a top four finish. Aston Villa been a little bit difficult to read, haven't they, since Steven Gerrard's come in. What's your take on this one? Villa go on runs, don't they? They go, they win three and then they lose three on the bounce. And really, where are Villa? Where are they now as a club? They're a mid-table club. I need Villa to win this game because I've got a big wager pre-season on to finish in the top half of the season. Now Crystal Palace are doing well. Leicester are doing well. I'm slightly worried that they're not going to finish in the top half, which I need because my futures this season have usually been the things that do really well for me, but they've been shocking. So I need Villa to win this. Whether they will win it, I, I really don't know. Um, again, I think this is a really, really, really tough game to call. Villa are plus 225, Tottenham are plus 120. The only team who've got anything really out of the two of them who who need the result is is is, is Tottenham, but that's why they're plus 120. If it was if they if this game was played maybe four or five weeks ago, Tottenham would be two dollars. You're you're paying a 
a fee really for for the fact that they've got something to play for. And it's up to you whether you think that that relates the the value of the price. Two of them come in completely different form. Uh, Villa lost their last three. Uh, Tottenham won their last three. Um, but I, I'm I'm just going to play it safe. I mean, like I, I think he's just I think he's just a, a bet every time he takes to the pitch at the moment in form. I think Harry Kane and, and Son. I mean, the two of them just pretty much score every single game that Tottenham play at the moment, and you can bet them both to score at plus money. Uh, Harry Kane is plus one twenty five. Son is plus one sixty five. They contribute 65% of the goals for, for Tottenham. So if they score, you're going to be in the money. So I would probably play a couple of level stake bets on those two. If one of them scores, you're going to make profit. If both of them scores, you, you, you're having a good day. So I'm not going to complicate. I'm not going to look for an angle on where to read this game because Tottenham so inconsistent when they're favourites. You, they don't, you don't try, usually at home when they're like minus $3, you, they don't win. Uh, but Villa just just patchy, patchy side. Three wins, three losses, three wins, three losses. You could catch a good Villa, you can catch a bad Villa. But um, the one thing that is constant in these two sides is that Harry Kane scores and, and Son score. So um, I'd play the two of them in singles rather than look at the, the match itself. Moving on to Sunday's game, uh... Sunday's games, I beg your pardon, Brentford take on West Ham United. West Ham come into this off the back of what's going to be a big European night for them tonight. Does that tempt you to oppose them? Well, this is this is really, really hard to, to call now because we're filming this on Thursday afternoon. You know, if West Ham win the first leg tonight 3-0, then West Ham go there and thinking, well, we're, we're, quali- we're going to qualify through to a match against Barcelona or, or, or Eintracht Frankfurt and we're, we're safely into the semi-finals. But if it's nil-nil, then the team that West Ham will put out at the weekend won't be any any strength because that semi-final of the Europa League, quarter-final, second leg of the, Europa, of the Europa League on Thursday will take massive priority over this game. For Brentford, I mean, they're in dreamlands. Just beat just beat 4-1 against uh, against uh, Chelsea at the at last weekend. And at home, they're a match for anybody. Um, again, plus 180 Brentford, plus 165 West Ham plus 230 to draw. Now, Harry, if I said to you now you've got a tenner, you could have the bet on What would you bet? I'd go Brentford. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't think you'd say that. I thought you'd say the draw. <laughs> I thought you'd say the draw because the draw is the biggest price. I, th- I, th- I honestly feel if you asked a straw poll of 100 people on Twitter, um, what what would this what, what you think would happen is draw? I, I think the draw would be the favourite, but it's not the favourite. It's the outsider of all three. But this is why I'm I'm not a good better because I've got biased against certain teams, and I so that's why I lean towards Brentford there. Yeah, but that's well, why you're the, the better, the, and I'm not. The thing is, the thing is, you you can't have any bias when you're gambling, and also you you got to look at value, and the value certainly again is on the draw here. Um, but we can't really have a really high conviction play until we see how West Ham fare in that in that game um, on Thursday night against Leon. Um, but now. I'd probably be looking at the draw plus two thirty. Leicester take on Crystal Palace. How do you see that one going? Palace, obviously, good performance on on Monday night. Leicester, as you mentioned, in pretty good form too. But yeah, how do you see this I one? Mean, going? I mean, look at these bets and all these matches. The favourite Tottenham plus one twenty. The favourite West Ham plus one sixty five. Favourite Leicester plus one thirty five. The favourite in Burnley is plus one sixty three. We're going to come on to Man City plus one. It's very rare in the Premier League you get. Game's so close. This is a fixture list of really, really, really close, difficult games. 
and I, and I'm going to sort of play the draw barrel, you know, kick up, bang the drum for the draw. But I think if you bet a few draws in these matches at big prices, two thirty, two forty fives, that kind of market, you you will cash. You only need one to cash or two to cash, and you're laughing. These are games are really really difficult in the Premier League this weekend. This one is no exception. Uh, Leicester plus one thirty five, Palace plus two ten. The tie is two forty five. Palace are in absolutely fantastic form. Uh, they're unbeaten in seven. They haven't conceded in four. Vieira not only has got the best out of the attack minded players, he's got two defenders who've got in the England squad. You know, he, he's doing brilliant with the young players at Crystal Palace. Um, Leicester come on the back of a, a game again in Europe against PSV Eindhoven this evening. How much is that going to see? What team is he going to put out for the PSV game? Would he put out a strong side? How's that tie going to be in the balance? Um, and again, leaning towards the draw here. But I do the two played in the reverse fixture. It was 2-2 in the reverse fixture. The one thing I do think, I think both sides will score in this game. I think both teams will score as a yes is a good way to play. I like over two and a half again. I think if you bet both teams to score in over two and a half in Leicester games, you're going to be all right. And on the road, Crystal Palace, the way they play with the counter-attack and the pace, Eze, Sahar, they're dangerous. They're very, very dangerous. Both teams to score is minus, is minus 136. And over two and a half goals here is uh, minus 105. That's the kind of thing I would do. But on the match again, I'd probably bet the draw. I'd bet 2-2. Two, two. Brilliant stuff. Uh, let's move on to Norwich Burnley. This is a game I'm actually covering this weekend. So please convince me that this is going to be a good game somehow. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be. It, is, it will be a good game. It's a huge game now. I mean, Norwich still probably think they've got a chance of because the four sides aren't pulling away, despite losing what's eight unbeaten in eight. Uh, sorry, winless in eight, six losses, two two draws. But Burnley will be full of confidence at the back of uh, the win against Everton. But Burnley at home are a very different proposition from Burnley on the road. Um, it's, if, if Norwich lose this, we say it every week, but I think they, even if they win it, they're probably down. But it's really over for them if they lose this game. And I think that's the, that's what Dean Smith will be saying to the players. This is it. This is you know If you win this, the great escape's on. We've got a chance. Uh, for Burnley, it's a huge incentive. But the thing is for Burnley is they have a massive advantage. And what they have the advantage is they know what Everton have done the day before. They also know what's happening in the Watford game. So that will change the tactics, I feel, for um, for Sean Dyche. If Everton have won against Manchester United, then he'll go, they'll be a bit, a bit more attack-minded. If Everton have um, lost, then maybe a draw is not a bad result here and go on to the next one. Or, you know, just a point, you know, it levels them out. So I think that's a big advantage for Burnley here. Um, would I bet Burnley at minus 163? No chance. Norwich at plus 188, no chance. But a draw at two fifteen again, Harry. It, it it makes some appeal to me. I, I I just feel that sometimes that games like this, you look at it and think, well, the the draw is no good for either side. But it's not no good for either side. But it, it's probably the the better option. Um, I, if Burnley never won last night against Everton, they wouldn't be favourites for this game. I don't think. But they're favourites for this game, and you can't. Re- I mean, I can't remember the last time Burnley were favourites for a Premier League on the road. On the road, you know, not at home. They've, you know, been favourites at home, but on the road, they're favourites, and that doesn't sit right with me. So, probably go for the draw again. Brilliant. Uh, moving on to the big one of the weekend, right at the top of the Premier League table: Manchester City versus Liverpool. Sunday game. Um, eyes will be on it from all over the world because this really is a title decider, isn't it? Well, you say, yeah, it's been going to be billed as a title side, but the runnings of Premier Leagues always have 
results, the freak results that you don't expect. Um, so, yeah, okay, if it was two games to go to the season or three games to the season, you could say it was title side. But I still think there's going to be slip-ups from both sides um, going into the, getting to the final six fixtures. Um, Man City, the favourites at evens. Uh, Liverpool are plus 280, I think, and the draw is plus 285. I think the midweek Champions League games have really helped Liverpool because Liverpool come here 3-1 up from the game against Benfica. They're at home in the second leg. They've got a two-goal lead. They're not going to get beat by Benfica. They could, they could put a, a reserve side out, rest all the players on the bench and bring them on if they if they need to. They're not going to throw a two-goal lead. Whereas City have only got a 1-0 win against uh, Letico Madrid and they have to go to the Spanish capital. And we know what they're going to expect. They're going to run into a real niggly, hostile atmosphere. And that's going to be on their minds as well as this game. So they've got two massive games in quick succession. So I think that the, the way it's panned out has probably been a slight advantage for Liverpool. Uh, City, though, have a much better rec- recent record in this fixture than Liverpool. Um, they've only lost once in the last eight. But again, in those matches, there is a cigarette paper between these two sides. Nothing in it. N- you know, you could argue Liverpool a better team. Some people ask the Man City a better side. But really, there's look at the league table. There's nothing between the two of them. They could play in the, they could play in the FA Cup semi-final. They could, you know, child, Premier League title side, and they could play in the Champions League final. And all the games are going to be close. We know they're going to be close. And um, again, the draw here at plus 285, almost three to one, the draw. Four of the last eight have been draws. Earlier in the season, it was a draw 2-2. Why on earth is that draw almost three to one, where it's the biggest price draw in the Premier League this weekend of every single game, you know, apart from Arsenal Brighton, because Arsenal are the bigger favourites. But in every single game, the draw in this match is bigger than every other one, which makes no sense because the two, if you looked at every single opposite team that are playing this weekend, the two teams that are close to 50 50 are Liverpool and Man City. You know, you, it's the same price draw here as it is in Everton Man United. Well, the gap between Everton and Man United is massive. It's the same price here uh, as the draw in, uh, let me have a look what else. It's, well, it's the same price. It's, it's a bigger price than the draw in Watford Leeds. You know, Watford Leeds is, you know, it, it doesn't. It, it, it to me, it doesn't make sense. So, I I think that the draw here again makes massive appeal, and I'd probably bet Liverpool plus a half and get the draw on my side with Liverpool because I think that the champ, the way the Champions League has worked out, and the type of game that that uh, Man City have had, they've had a lot of the ball. They, they, you know, they they, they they were it was a niggly match, whereas Liverpool just cruised through in first gear and won three one. So. I'm, I'm slightly edging towards Liverpool on with the half, but I'll, I think the draw here again. So the, the weekend Sunday looks like a draw day for me. All, all, all the games in the Premier League, I think if you if you've done a couple of parlays on the draws, I think not all of them to be a draw, but maybe permed a few, like three or four, just different kind of things on the draw. I don't think you'll go far wrong. I think a couple will will, will, will cash. Yeah, I, I agree with you, mate. I, th- I think that's a fairly spot-on assessment of that. Uh, let's move on then to your parlay for the week. This is my favourite part of the show. Always say it, but I'm always interested to see what you've come up with having looked across the leagues. Well, I've gone for uh, five teams. Um, uh, two in England, uh, one in Italy, one in Spain and one in Germany. First one is, um, I'm going to go for Atletico Bilbao plus a half a goal against Villarreal at minus 152. I think the way that Villarreal played against Bayern Munich would have taken so much out of them. I mean, they, they, they were at it for 90 minutes. Didn't stop, didn't stop, didn't stop. 
Their centre half, key centre half, is suspended at the weekend, and they have Bayern Munich in on Tuesday night. So I think it's a great chance for Atletico Bilbao to get something from this match, and they need the points to get into the Europa League. So Bilbao plus a half, which means if it's a draw and or Bilbao win, we cash. Uh, I'm going to go for a low one, Napoli to beat Fiorentina minus one twenty nine. Fiorentina have been doing well, but uh, Napoli have got a great chance now on the, with the title race with Milan dropping points at the weekend. So I expect Napoli to win that. I'm going to go for Leipzig to beat Hoffenheim. I really like Leipzig uh, as a football club, a great manager. They do play in the, cha- uh, the, the Europa League tonight, which is a bit of concern for me, but um, I think they're going to have too much of a Hoffenheim. And in the lower leagues, I'm going to go to the championship, and it pains me to say this, but I think Preston are too big to beat QPR. Plus 116. I mean, QPR in turmoil. I mean, they are. They're in shocking form. I mean, they've only won two in about 11 games, lost nine, gone from third in the table to ninth, struggling, you know. They were big, heavy odds favourites to make the playoffs. Now they're looking like they might even make the top half. The players are down tools. Managers under pressure, and they play Preston, who are decent at home, and I think Preston could capitalise on their woes at plus 116. I think QPR finished now. I think they know that psychologically, morale, they're gone. Uh, and the other team I like is Salford to beat Harrogate. Harrogate have got nothing in League 2, England League 2. Salford have got nothing, uh, so Harrogate got nothing to play for. They were top of the table in early part of the season. They've fallen down to about 18th now. And Salford Jeez. had a disappointing, yeah, yeah, they did a disappointing 1-0 um, defeat uh, against Port Vale, which would have put them into the playoffs. But they're only two points away from a playoff spot, given the nature of that league. And um, this is a must-win game for Salford. So I think Salford will win that, minus 150. So Bilbao plus a half at Villarreal. Napoli to beat Fiorentina. Preston to beat QPR. Salford to beat Har- uh, Harrogate. And Leipzig to beat Hoffenheim, and it pays fifteen to one. Interesting, fifteen to one. Tempting that is very, very yeah. tempting. Uh, what about your uh, best bet of the? Actually, let's do your dog of the week first. What's your dog of the I week? I think I think you'll probably guess it. To be honest with you, Harry, I think you'll probably get it. I think you'll get it. I, 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 I'm going to go for um, Southampton to beat yeah, Chelsea at plus, three, at plus three ten. I've got to go for it. I've got to. I, I just think that um, it's too big. I'm going to take the chance that Chelsea are vulnerable. I know I haven't got it right. I haven't I haven't read Chelsea right at all, but you, you can't lose 4-1 against home to Brentford, 3-1 against Real Madrid, and then have a return in Madrid and an FA Cup semi-final without having some kind of hiccup. Uh, I expect him to rest a lot of players, change it around a bit, and um, I think it's a great time to play. My only doubt about it is what motivation Southampton will have. That will be my concern. Moving on then to the best bet of the week, what bet have you identified as offering, I guess, the best value? I'm going to go for uh, Atletico Bilbao plus a half a goal against Villarreal. I watched that game last night on the, on the bet cast, the Villarreal game. I, you know, you was watching the the the, the, the effort they put in, uh, the, the commitment, the, the work rate. I mean, that will has to take it out in a big game like this. Um, the incentive is for there for Bilbao because they need the points to get into Europa League. Uh, they beat Villarreal earlier in the season 2-1. Villarreal league's form has suffered and I think they'll they'll forfeit the league form to have a right go against Bayern Munich at the Allianz and try to make it through to the Champions League semi-finals. So Bilbao plus a half v Villarreal. And they've got suspension. Villarreal got uh, uh, players out as well. So, And it was, it was definitely going to rest players as well. So it could be a under-strength Villarreal. 
Yeah, Villarreal, of course, in the league don't look like they're going to achieve anything. So for sure, their focus will be on the Champions League and pushing through with that 1-0 lead that they take into the second leg. Um, Okay, I think that brings us to the end of the show. Um, Anything else you want to add, Nigel? Uh, People can catch us, of course, on Saturday for the live betcast. Uh, we'll, We'll be tweeting out information on that, of course. But anything else you want to add? No, come along and join us for the Betcast. Um, it's a bit of fun, in-play action at its best as the goals go in. There's not many games in the Premier League at 3 o'clock on Saturday, which is 10 o'clock Eastern time. So hopefully with the goals, the games that we do have, we'll have some uh, some action in. And obviously, please follow the Bet Rivers Network. The link on the YouTube will be here. And there's going to be lots of exciting content coming your way uh, in the build-up uh, to the next football season. We're talking about the next football season already, but... Uh, there's going to be lots of sports being on here and lots of exciting things happen. So just give, give us a subscribe and follow on the link uh, on the YouTube link. Yes, please do. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you turn your notifications on. We'll be back, as we say, on Saturday with some in-play Premier League action. Uh, until then, take care of yourselves and we'll catch you soon. All the best. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. 